Hello, welcome back to another episode. I'm high on life today. I've just had the most amazing morning and I had a thought just as I was hitting record and I thought, isn't it interesting? Like happiness is just so simple when you know your values and when you know your metrics of success. And I'm so grateful that I've done so much work like to really know what actually matters to me so that I don't get caught up in this like hustle culture of having to tick all these ridiculous boxes of quote success and then get there and find I'm unsatisfied. I had a morning today that was honestly so simple. There was really not much to it except that my mum and dad were up and it's a Tuesday and I just had the freedom because this is something I knew that I wanted when I designed my life again (laughs) at the age of 29, started all over again, which you'll know is something I'm about to start talking about. But When I started again, which is never starting again, and started to redesign a life in a way that aligned with what actually makes me happy, I knew that I wanted freedom to choose my own work hours, to be able to spend more time with family, to go home whenever I want to. And it was just so beautiful. Like today, it's a Tuesday and my parents came up because they're off to, (laughs) they're up in the big smoke. We're not uh, city people, me and my family. My family and I were very much country bums, but they're up in the big smoke, off to go on a cruise. So they're off to the airport. And it was just so nice to be able to wake up, go for a beach walk with them, go out for coffee. We saw dolphins. We were talking about, you know, just life and I don't know, just It was so nice to have that freedom and just to be at the beach with my loved ones, having good conversations and connection and freedom are two of my top values. So that to me is like happiness right there. And it just made me really think like, I'm so glad that, you know, I did know my values and what success means to me before I started to, you know, get crazy about designing a life with money and big cars and designer stuff. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I just know that what actually satisfies me is freedom and and true connection with people that I really fucking love. So it was a beautiful morning. And I just, I thought that maybe that might resonate for people listening. If, you know, you're on that hustle hamster wheel of like, keep going, keep going, get to the next goal, get to the next goal. Like I really encourage and invite you to sit with yourself and say, But what are the moments where I actually feel like my soul is happy? What are the moments when I feel really at peace? What are the moments when I'm like, gosh, I'm lucky? Like, they're probably so simple. They're probably so simple. And it's just really nice to know what they are so that you can really create a diary, a schedule, a life, a business, a career, whatever it is that that aligns with those things. And so it actually leads me in quite nicely because I mentioned just before like that terminology of when I started all over again. And it's something that I've been speaking to a lot of my clients about lately, especially the VIP girls inside of Level Up or just actually it comes up pretty much every round when people start to really get to connect with what makes them happy and what lights them up and what what actually truly matters to them. Clients will start to go, oh, I feel like I actually know what it is now, but now this brings up all these new fears because I can't, can I really give this up after working so hard or building myself this career or can I really walk away when I've already got a degree in this and I've already started to build a career here? Like, I don't know if I want to start again or 
I don't know if I'm going backwards by starting something new or I don't have time. I don't have the time to start again. I've wasted so much time. Oh my goodness, I've wasted time. I've done the wrong thing. I'm in the wrong career. Oh my gosh, do I really leave this relationship and start again and go backwards and be single? And it's all of this rhetoric and all of this dialogue that I hear all the time. And I get it. Like, oh boy, do I get it, which is why I get so passionate about helping people to relieve those those pressures and those limiting beliefs and those stories of societal shoulds because societal shoulds nine times out of 10 are not indicative of satisfaction and fulfillment. They're indicative of you being a very good consumer and continuously spending money because we've been led to believe that more things will make us happy and more status symbols will make us happy. And, you know, if you've gotten to a point in your life where you've got a bloody a dog and a husband and a house and two kids and a nice car, you've made it. And some people wind up going, oh, this wasn't it. And if you land in that place where you go, oh, this isn't it, but who am, what am I doing if I, if I quote, start again? And I don't, I've wasted so much time because I've put all of this time and investment and energy and maybe you've studied for years just to find yourself in a career that is actually really boring or maybe you've put years into a relationship and now you've realized there's just nothing there. This isn't adding value to my life. But because we've been led to believe that that's what would be the thing and that's what we should be satisfied with and should be happy with, it can really feel like a lot. It can feel like you are going, quote, backwards and you've wasted time and you're starting again if you decide to, God forbid, go for something a little bit different. And I get it so deeply because I don't know if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm a manifesting generator <laughs> as a hum- in human design. That basically means my human design strategy and type is about going with my gut and allowing myself, relieving myself pressure to choose one thing because I'm a multi-passionate person. And I've always, until I realized and studied human design, until I really understood, I always kind of had this belief that I was like flaky or inconsistent or a little bit dodge. Like I'll be all in on something and then I'll be like, ah, ah, done, next thing. And then I'll go all in on that and like, oh, done, next thing. And so I've had to get really, really okay with starting again. And that brought up a lot for me, especially when I dedicated six years of study to, so I got a law degree and a communications degree. I majored in journalism. Like I did so much study and I knew about the third year in that this was not the thing. And so even at that age, I remember thinking, well, I've already, I've already done three years. I have to complete it. And I'm glad I did, to be honest. Like I have no regrets. I'm really glad I completed it. Not because I'm a lawyer now, but just because (laughs) uni was a fun time, if I'm honest, like uni was just a hoot. Um, And I love learning. So there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But I did definitely feel like, holy shit, I'm running out of time. Like I am running out of time. I remember graduating going, I don't want to be a lawyer. What have I done? And a lot of the jobs that I was looking at, even in the journalism and communications field, I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like freedom. They want you to be on call 24-7 for good news stories and they want you to like make people like it's very clickbaity and it was almost like, oh, I just felt like a little bit of uh, it wasn't a good feeling to me. And I remember thinking, well, maybe I have to just do it because I've run out of time. Like I'm, you know, in my mid-20s now, I've spent nearly $60,000 on uni and, and I have to, you know, I can't possibly do another degree. I'm running out of time to find it. I'm running out of time to choose the thing. And 
at the same time, I was I was still single too. So I was, oh, all that pressure of like, I haven't found my person. I haven't found my career. What am I doing? Can I really go and study again? Am I going backwards? Am I not really like measuring up to what I where I should be by now? And it was fucking stressful. Like that was a stressful place to live, especially when then I, I ended up teaching for five years, loved, absolutely adored being a high school teacher. But when I started to hear that voice again of, uh-oh, I'm starting to feel a pull somewhere else. I'm getting bored again. This is not lighting me up. This is not fulfilling me. I was like, oh, here we go again. And again, like people who know me are like, oh, what, what's she going to do now? What are you going to study now? What are you going to... And it's, you know, it's okay now because I've done so much I'm just accepting of the fact that that's who I am. But I understand that real fear of like going backwards, starting again, going, you know, feeling like you're running out of time. And how I hear it now is in so many different, you know, it comes out in so many different situations and examples, but underneath it is the same underlying fear of running out of time, going backwards, starting again, feeling like you're just not where you should be, quote, by this particular age that's apparently, you know, we've all got an age where we should have our shit together. Side note, I reckon we never do because we're always evolving, always expanding. People who are listening to this podcast are very much by your very nature, I'm going to assume you're quite growth focused. You want to always be a better version of yourself. You're always learning about yourself. You love human, you know, development and personal development and growth. And by that very nature, you're never going to arrive. You're always going to expand. You're always going to be figuring new things out, pivoting, trialing new things, learning new things. So you never just arrive, you know? And so that helps too, just to know that it's normal to be growing, evolving, pivoting, contracting, expanding, all of it, all of it is great. But how I hear it now from clients is, you know, it'll be things like, oh my God, I don't want to be single at this age. Like I should have, you know, a family by now. I should have kids by now. Um, I really, really, really want to start this business, but I can't be starting again and walking away from a career when I've developed, when I've put so much time and energy into this career. Or sometimes it's like a ticking time bomb that causes this real fear. And it's almost like it creates overwhelm. And the thing about overwhelm, you only ever feel overwhelmed because of the stories you're telling yourself. And the stories you're telling yourself when it comes to overwhelm will either be about not knowing what to do first, like an overwhelm of information, or feeling like you don't have time to do the things that you want to do. And so a lot of the time, overwhelm actually comes from an underlying belief about not having enough time. And if you think, oh my God, I don't have enough time to get this business to where I need to be because the business needs to be here before I have kids and I need to have a house before I do this and I'm running out of time to get all my ducks perfectly aligned and can I even you know start it can I even another one that I hear is like this fear of going backwards when clients have started to build a side hustle say or started to build a business I shouldn't say side hustle because it's their business they've started to build a business and they feel this sense of guilt shame or like doubt because they're going quote backwards if they then go and get a part-time job and I've had a huge rant about this inside of the face of the level up Facebook group because let's just remove that bullshit narrative what do you mean you're going backwards if you get a part-time job to help expand your business that to me is going forward real fast because now you don't have stress now you're not in scarcity now you have extra money to help you to feel abundant and to help you move forward faster so we have all these really strange stories that we tell ourselves about what it 
means to go backwards and what it means to be starting again. And what I say to these people and what I want to say to anybody who's resonating with this now as you listen is that you are never, ever starting again because you are never the same person that you were back then. You are never, ever starting again. Everything you've done up until this point right now is taking you exactly and is giving you everything you need to go to the very next level. And there's a reason you had to go through and do all these other things first, because either it's given you clarity to know what you do and don't like. It's given you a skill set to have the confidence to actually go for it. It's given you some different sort of um, maybe people skills. Like for example, my business and my business really did in, I guess, in the business world, you could say it was successful, whatever that means to you, or like, you know, I was able to make it a full-time, I was able to make it full-time very fast, but I don't, I don't believe I would have been able to do that had I not had all that experience before me about writing. Like I did, yes, I did the quote wrong degree and I, you know, have this degree in communications in journalism, in law, in teaching, and of course, that all came with me into my business. I don't. I do my own copywriting. I do my own social media. I created my own website. I did my own podcasting to start with because of that background in radio and journalism. I teach. My business is literally education and online courses, helping people to learn about the power of the mind. I wouldn't have been able to do that with so much ease had I not already known through five years of teaching how to put together courses and make it understandable and accessible for lots of different learning styles. I wouldn't have known all these things had I not had a background behind me. And so everything that you've done up until this point is bringing with you, it's coming with you. It's either a skill set or it's knowledge about yourself or it's learning what you do and you don't like or it's learning what you will and will not accept moving forward. It's learning how to move and expand and bring all of this knowledge with you. So you cannot start again unless you're exactly the same person and you're not the same person that you were because all of these experiences have grown you, have developed you and they're coming with you. And again, with going backwards, I would ask you to really, really deconstruct that language. Do you ever think that you can, is it possible for you to go backwards if you are going forwards in alignment, if you are going forwards in happiness? Backwards might mean, and again, I ask you to ask yourself the question, what do you mean by backwards? Does backwards mean financially backwards? Does backwards means by society's ticks and approvals and standards backwards? Because if you want to, you can change your definitions there. You can redefine what that means to you. I definitely went financially backwards when I left my teaching career. I definitely took a massive pay cut. But you know what went up? My happiness. <laughs> I took a massive pay cut to have a rise in happiness, a rise in fulfillment, a rise in freedom and satisfaction. So I was never going backwards. I never went backwards. I was only going forwards. So look at your metrics of what backwards actually means. What is your definition of backwards and can you redefine it? Because what you might find is that if you are being pulled in one new direction, that is actually going forwards and the metrics that you're using might just be a little bit skewed because of what we've been conditioned to measure ourselves by. So can you ever go backwards? Is it even possible? What are the metrics you're using? 
And in terms of time, this is the big one. There's a huge, there's so much pressure, right? To have things figured out by a certain time frame and that you're running out of time based on age or, you know, what you've already put into or invested into something. What I say about time is that for me, and again, I invite you to think about what your definition is. What is a valuable use of your time? Really, truly, what are you going to reflect back on when you get to the end of your life and say, and remember I said in a podcast a few episodes back, please go back and listen to it. It was about stop wasting your life, stop wasting your time, something about that. It was a few episodes back. I said in that episode, life, the definition of life really is just time. Your life is literally just how you choose to spend your time. And how you choose to spend your time needs to be in a way that you think is going to be worthwhile, bring you some sort of joy, make you really learn things about yourself, learn things about life, just get to the end of it and go, that was a good way to spend my time. If you are not happy, if you are not satisfied, if you are feeling really like groundhog day, same shit, different day, same shit, different bucket, and you make a conscious and intentional choice to redesign and notice I'm not saying start again because you cannot start again. If you make an intentional and conscious choice to redesign your life in a way where you're going to now enjoy your time, can you ever be wasting it? Can you ever be? And the, the truth is we're all, we're all like, we all have limited time here. All of us, whether we live to 110 or whether we live to 70, whether we live till tomorrow, we all have a limited time. We are all quote running out of time. So it's not about trying to control, you know, when that will be. It's about making sure that you're enjoying the way you're spending it now. And if you are enjoying the time that you are spending because you've intentionally chosen to align it with your values, to align it with what's important to you, to align it with who you are and who you came here to be, then you will no longer be afraid of running out of time because you will know that at least the time you've used has been well well invested essentially. Have you been spending your time in a way that aligns with what makes you happy and what's going to make you feel fulfilled and what's going to make you feel proud and what's going to make you feel lit up and what's going to make you look back on your life whenever that may be where you're doing a life review and go, hell yeah, I spent it well. I spent my life well. And so if we stop worrying about, again, the only reason we can feel like we're running out of time is because of this underlying formula that we've accepted or metric that we've accepted that will sound something like I should, it will have a should in it. I should be by X by now. If you learn to release those expectations and come back inwards to what actually matters to you, what actually satisfies you, makes you happy, what actually grows you as a person, then you won't be so worried about I'm running out of time because I've got to be at some rudimentary random fucking (laughs) random metric by a certain time and age. That's silly. Instead, if the metric is I just aim to always be checking in with myself, asking myself questions, reflecting, am I satisfied? Could I do something a little bit different? If I wasn't afraid, what would I do? Like, Those are the questions that you can start to really choose to use as your your new standards instead of, 
I'm running out of time because I should have two kids and a house and a husband by now, or I should have made six figures by now and la la la, I should, I should, I should. All the shoulds are what's making you feel like you're going backwards, you're running out of time, you're starting again. Release them and ask yourself, what matters to me in terms of the way I invest my time? What matters to me in terms of what actually makes me happy? What's valuable and important to me? And if I ever choose to redesign and, and align it with that, can I ever start again? Can I ever be going backwards? Can I ever be running out of time? Or am I just choosing to reinvest time in a way that feels better? To reinvest time. And with that, I have to say, I totally understand there's like this sunk cost problem of like, oh gosh, but like, you know, I've got $60,000 of uni debt. What a waste to not use it. Or I've built a, a relationship with this man, or I've built a house with this man and we've been together five or 10 years. Like I've just invested so much time into this. I couldn't possibly leave. Or I've been in this career for five years, six years. I've invested all my time and energy into promotions and all of that it feels like I can't possibly walk away. But what I need to leave you with is that every time you stay in a situation and say yes to that situation by continuing to stay, you are saying no somewhere else. Maybe yes to mediocrity, yes to this will do, yes to lukewarm means no to fuck yes means no to lit the fuck up, means no to fucking the love of my life and being besotted. Every time you accept and say yes to something that is not enough for you, you are saying no to what could be so much more. And every time you say no, it's the same the other way. Every time you say no, as in, no, I don't want this career anymore. No, I can't hang out with you anymore. No, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. You are saying yes to you in other ways. So start thinking about the yeses and the nos because we only have so much time, energy and space. And when you say no, you open up doors in other ways. When you say no and you walk away and you redesign and you choose again from an intentional place of knowing what you want and trusting that when you take that first step, the universe will respond. When you do that, you create space for receiving new things. And I have got so many examples. I'll have to get some of the Level Up Girls on here soon to talk about what's what's been going on, you know. It's happened so much in the last few weeks where people have said no to it, like a misaligned client, say it didn't feel right or the boundaries were being crossed and straight away a new person came in because it's like, no, no, I know my values. I know what makes me feel good. These are my standards. And when we hold on to those standards and we take action in support of those, it's like the universe literally moves to reflect back our standards and expectations. And that's what happens every time. But that means you must know you know, what's important to you, what are the things that might make you feel happy and to give yourself the permission to just trust the niggles and trust and follow those breadcrumbs. They're like little breadcrumbs of curiosity. When you give yourself permission to follow those things and you redefine what success is to you and you redefine what starting again is and you redefine what the good use of time is so that you can dissolve those issues of running out of time, going backwards, starting all over again. And you just know that you're growing every day as a person. You're evolving every day as a person. You've got skill sets that come with you. 
you're never starting again. You are never starting again. You are never going backwards if it's an intentional decision that's aligned with what makes you happy, what makes you curious, what makes you excited. You cannot possibly start again. You cannot possibly be going backwards and you are not running out of time because we are all running out of time. We all have limited time. So rather than trying to you know, control that and get to a certain place by a certain age, ask yourself, how would I like my time to be spent? And can I rather than control how I'm going to get to a certain place by a certain age, just make sure that you're enjoying your time and that you're spending your time and investing your time in a way that feels aligned and fulfilling to you. We are all here for a limited amount of time, right? We are all running out of time. So let's not try to control that. Let's let that go. Let's instead make sure that the way we do spend our time feels really like a fuck yes, you know? I always used to say when when me and my girlfriends were like dating and we'd be like, oh, what was it like? How is he? Like, how are you liking it? The quote that we always used, we always came back to, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. And so it's about asking yourself like, if I'm not living a fuck yes kind of life at the moment, then can I really ever be starting again or going backwards or running out of time if I redesign it in a way that feels more like a fuck yes? The answer is probably no. So just be really conscious of what your metrics are and what stories you're telling yourself and see if you can deconstruct and redefine because when you do that and give yourself permission to go, to start again, to choose again, you'll feel free instead of like some shame or doubt or guilt because you're not at some bloody silly thing that we've been told we should be by a certain time. So that's all from me. And next week, I'm actually going to get into the next part that happens when we start to redesign our life, which is, but the money struggles, the money struggles of, but how could I start again? I don't want to like leave. I could, I don't have the money to leave this man, or I don't have the money to start a new job. I don't have the money to build a business. All of the limiting beliefs around money are usually the next thing or a very valid point that we can start to work through. So I'm going to do a little bit of a money series over the next few weeks because it is something that really holds people back. And that's absolutely fair. It's totally cool. And it's something that we can work on because we know that when we work on the inner world, the outer world changes. Um, And so if you feel like money is one of the main obstacles from helping you redesign your life, you want to tune into the next few weeks of the episode. I'm probably going to also drop on here like a money meditation. I've been creating a few of those in the background. So I'd like to share one on the podcast. And if you do want to join me in the next round of Money Mindset, it's going to open again actually at the beginning of November. So get yourself on the wait list. I'll chuck the uh, link in the show notes. It's a bloody amazing course. And this time around, I'm going to do it live. I love live teaching. So we're going to do it live. We're going to bust through all those money stories so you can actually redesign your life. And if you want to choose again and, you know, design something that feels like a fuck yes, you can do that without the money stress that's holding you back. So that's going to be really fun too. And, you know, get into my DMs. I want to know so I can help you more on this podcast. Please tell me, like get into my DMs. It's it's me in there. I love hearing from you. Let me know what are your biggest money struggles? What's the money mindset blocks that you really, you know, that hold you back? What are the stories you tell yourself around money? How does money feel to you? How does money show up in your life? Give me all of your issues, problems, questions, and I will be answering those in the next few weeks as we do a money series, which I'm really, really, really looking forward to. So until then, I look forward to hearing from you inside of my DMs. Have a great day and I'll see you next week. Bye.